Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, it's another episode of the Believe in Padres Prospects podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. San Diego's number one sports podcast network. We got Wade for back-to-back episodes. It's rare. I don't see that very often anymore. In this day you know, I took my little spring training and uh, the season's coming back, so I'm back. Feeling rejuvenated. You're back, and someday we'll get you in studio where we don't have to do this garbage Skype interview. Yeah, the uh, vaccines are coming out soon enough. On today's show, Wade, I think it's kind of a big show for you and me. I'm not sure if listeners like this or not. We haven't taken a a poll. But this is our second annual Guess the Over-Unders for the Padres. And we might need to tighten that name up a little bit. But it's uh, one of my favorite segments that we do. We, it's pretty self-explanatory. We take all the over-unders that are available via our show sponsors uh, betonline.ag everyone should register we're going to do the ad in a minute but those are our guys they don't do props i mean this is kind of unless you're at a sports book somewhere in vegas where they have more options i think online they don't do every player for every team right so like for example we didn't see any will myers props which was weird right but there are all the big name guys pretty much just except for will myers and that's I mean, what was that uh, that picture of Slam Diego bobbleheads that Will Myers posted and Will Myers bobblehead was the only one not there? Yeah. That was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and so they're kind of doing him dirty again with this. Having the, the only guy without – the only like all-star level player that doesn't have any props on him is Will Myers. But, you know, there's Snell, there's Paddock, there's Lamette, there's Darvish, Grisham, Pham, Machado, Tatis, and Hosmer. So we're going to go over all the available – or not all of them. There, there's a lot to go over. So we cherry picked the, the ones that we're going to share. We may end up dipping more into the props, but we're going to go over at least 10 of them that I have pre-selected. And we both guessed these lines uh, without looking at you know what the over-under was listed at. And whoever's closest is going to win that pick. And then we're going to keep track of how many points we get. This is a direct ripoff of... Guess the lines with Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal, which is on the. You love Simmons Bill Simmons. It's it's a great show. You're not a Bill Simmons guy, which is weird because you love Boston and you love Boston accents. The show's right up your alley. He's fake Boston. He's been here. He's been in L.A. for 20 years, I think. Yeah, so, he's SoCal now. Well, so is Rosillo. Are you calling Rosillo out? That's your boy. Rosillo, he's never been Boston. Rosillo, like bartended. In Boston, he's a Vermont guy and then calls himself Boston. Yeah, not Boston. Jesus. Okay. Well, Wade's going to get attacked uh, on Twitter. If P- I'm going to give out your Twitter handle at the end of the show and then people can attack you for the Simmons and Rosillo hate. But anyway, uh, that's where we got this idea from or uh, where I got the idea from is the, the guest alliance, which is one of my favorite segments that Simmons does with cousin Sal. And uh, we're just going to do Padres over unders, which I think is a fun segment too. So before we do all that, Wade, uh, we're going to do some news and a bet online read ad. Bet online, the fastest and easy and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag 
or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I never heard of half of these guys, and the ones I do know are way past the prime. Most of these guys never had a prime. This guy here is dead. So there is some news and some housekeeping to, to clean up. Wade's guy, Nabil Chrismat. No idea how you pronounce that name. He made the team today, so we talked about him last week. Kind of teased. Baran Kia's finest. Let's, why don't we put him on the team? So, and, and they did. They put him on the team. Good. Luis yep, Capuzano was announced that he made the team, and that's not a surprise. It looks like Austin Nola is not going to be quite ready yet. I, I thought he was trending to be ready because he's been doing catching drills and, and other stuff, but I guess hitting is still an issue, and he's not going to be quite ready yet, and there's no reason to rush him. Austin Nola is not you know, a guy we're really relying on offensively. I think we can we can settle with Caratini and then Campusano for a couple weeks until Nolan's back. So Caratini's got to start opening day because he's like Darvish's go-to yeah, he's, catcher, correct? He's the only he only came over because we got you Darvish, and he's gonna he's gonna catch I think every game that Darvish pitches unless something happens to Caratini. Gotcha. This Oregon State game is a four-point game with six minutes to play. For all you people listening wow. tomorrow, and Houston just took yeah. a timeout. Future, future people, go be. They love that. So if you had Oregon <laughs> State in the points, you are in in Cover Town, USA, and uh, didn't think you were going to be at halftime. Anyway, Jorge Mateo, Taylor Williams also made the team. Jorge Mateo, I don't think is really a surprise. Taylor Williams, who seems healthy now, he pitched a scoreless inning today. Um, didn't get a lot of playing time last year. He was coming over from that uh, Seattle Mariners deal with Nola and with Austin Adams. And he was pretty much hurt all last year, but was a, you know, theoretical closer candidate. Happy to have Taylor Williams in the bullpen. They, they need bullpen help. A lot of guys hurt. They do. He didn't really have that great of a year last year, but uh, everyone seemed to like his stuff. He had a 5.93 ERA with 13.2 innings pitched and gave up nine runs while he was at the Mariners. He then came over to us in that trade and he only pitched one inning for us while giving up one run. It's just kind of a lost year for him. I'm not looking at stats for a sample size that small, even for a reliever and a, and a guy who is hurt. And, you know, those stats are probably impacted by whatever injury he was dealing with before he went down. So not too worried about that. Taylor, people seem to like Taylor Williams stuff and we need the help. Strom is out. Um, Pomeranz is back. He pitched today also. Pomeranz looks good. Um, but other guys in the bullpen are out. Dan Altavilla is out. And uh, who else am I missing? Strom. Yeah, Strom, Altavilla. Someone someone else is out, isn't they? Aren't they? I'm blanking. Hmm. Got nothing either. Anyway, I'm sure it wasn't important. Oh, Grady. Sent to the alternate site and Tukupita Marcano, who we kind of covered extensively last week, and he's been covered before many times. Uh, we love him on the show. From Tukupita. From Tukupita. I'm shocked. I was prepared to go into today with, uh, you know, talking to you about, yeah, Grady needs to make the team. He's, you know, 30 years old. There's nothing left for him to do in the minors. Tukapita, why start the clock on him? You know, I'm, I'm famously not a, a clock guy. Clock doesn't matter, but like, just, he's not going to play much. So why is he going to be on this team? It, it doesn't make any sense. Obviously, they're going to send him down. And no, they they did the old switcheroo. And Marcano is going to make the team. Maybe play a little bit of outfield. 
play a little bit of infield. He's going to be on the bench a lot, but smashed this spring. And that's clearly the reason Tingler mentioned that he, you know, he just hit the crap out of the ball all spring and he forced their hand to put him on the roster. O'Grady. I don't know. I probably would just kept O'Grady on the, on the bench because it's easier for a guy his age to, to come off the bench. Uh, Marcano, I would have liked to have seen play more every day, but maybe he just benefits from being on the club for a few weeks until some of these other guys come back and then they send them back down. I kind of like it. It's like, Hey, you showed up in spring, you busted your ass, you hit hard. Let's reward him. Like let him on the opening day roster, give him that little taste. And then after he doesn't play for a while, send him back down. But like he earned that right to be on that opening day roster. So I really respect that we're giving it to him. That's a good point. It rewards the guy for having an outstanding spring. And now he's going to feel really good about himself going forward. It gives him a boost when he goes back to the minors. He knows it's temporary, I'm sure. Uh, unless he just keeps raking every time he gets up there, which is pot. You never know. But yeah, I, I do like them rewarding the, the kid, even though maybe he's not going to play a lot. He understands who he's behind. Some of, some of the best players in the majors are on this team. And this isn't the pottery team from 2017, you know. But it, uh, this could impact his development long-term in a positive way, being around a major league clubhouse, being there on opening day. Um, it's got to be really exciting for him. So I'm happy for Tucapita. Paddock, Agreed. The Paddock problem. So Paddock Yikes. in his final tune-up, uh, this is, we're recording this on, was it Monday? Monday, March 29th. Uh, he came in, you know, piggybacking off of Denelson Lamette, who pitched, you know, fine. He's still working his way back. Pitching an inning and third. But Paddock, gross. Fourth inning. Here's how his fourth inning went. He, he came in on the fourth. Single, single, home run to Garrett Hampson. Double, hit by pitch, ground out, walk, and then they pulled him. Comes back in the next inning. Walk, strike out, single, single, ground out, line out. So his final line is two and a third, seven hits, eight earned runs, three walks, and a single strikeout. What are we going to do with Chris Paddock? Put him in the bullpen. Make him a closer. He couldn't even pitch in the bullpen. This is too bad to <laughs> pitch in the bullpen. He's so bad now that he can't. he's no longer even a bullpen. I don't know what the fuck you do with him. Uh, he's just in his own head. He's a, he's a head case, and it's, uh, it's showing up. Usually these guys that are, you know, he's super emotional, bulldog-type mentality on the mound. Uh, those guys, you know, figure the things out for themselves. I, I trust them to battle and, you know, grind and all those other, you know, typical baseball cliches. But he's one of the guys I trust to do that and get mad and pitch angry and benefit from pitching angry. Now he's just bad. So it, normally in spring training, I don't care about stats unless you're like a guy like Tucapita who comes up and you don't expect anything from him and he rakes. Or you're a guy like Paddock coming off a bad year and you're supposed to rebound, and this is your final tune-up before the season starts, and you poop yourself. So I, I, have, lo- I have no confidence in Paddock moving forward. We're going to guess his uh, over-unders here in a second. He's got wins. The only, the only thing we had on him was wins, and we're going to cover it because it's the only prop we had on him. I'm very concerned. My, my concernometer for Paddock is out of 10. It's up to a 9. It is. Wade, your thoughts? I yeah. I mean, I, I think you nailed it on the head. I I don't know what to do with him. I it's 
he's got to figure out some kind of way to, like you said, get mad at himself. Maybe throw some uh, icy hot on his balls, a la Jake Peavy, and uh, go out there. But um, it, it's not pretty right now. Or maybe get in a fight. I don't know. Hit somebody on purpose and, yeah, and get like, in a fight. When do we play the Mets? When can he throw at Pete Alonso? That would do it. Or, you know, Max Muncie, maybe. Yeah. I don't care. Just do something. Someone slap him before he goes out there. Who is there's a player on the, the Jaguars who used to get slapped in the face by one of the towel guys the, before games. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> or it was like the O line coach, I think, used to just hit him in the face. Just drills him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm ready to try anything. I don't know. Some like get Joe Boo from Major League. Give him some whiskey. I don't I don't know. We need to do something. Anyway, Wade, let's get it. Before we get into the, the guest, the over-unders, there's quite a few. Let's do our uh, eBay read. Make sure we don't forget that. Good friends over at eBay. And then we will do our over-under guesses for the 2021 season. I'd love to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers, for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers of $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Good read. That one, it gets me every week. I, I start cracking up midway through that ad read. Sneaker selection and then the meticulously whatevered. It's, yeah. Three-point game here, four minutes to go. Let's go Beavers. Beaver up, Wade. Tails up. Is it, you think it's tails up or is it like fangs up? What, or what would you call their two front teeth? Uh, not they're fangs. not, they're definitely not fangs. They're, they're not a, a predator. Fangs are what, you know, sharpened. Right. Um, they're kind of like buck teeth, but, oh, he just so banked just like, in a three. We got a tie ball game, Wade. Just like teeth up. I, I think they're more of a tail mammal okay. that, you know, tail up. big tail creatures. Um, I know I go, I go tails up. I think nice. of a beaver. I think of the beaver tail more than the teeth. Were you an angry beavers guy back in the day? No, that one was too weird for me. It was a weird show. Kind of not Ren and Stimpy weird. But definitely weird. Yeah. I Ren mean, Stimpy. All, all the Nickelodeon shows were weird. Like Rocco's <laughs> Modern Life, like <laughs> Cat Dog, All Real Monsters. It was just like all people on acid creating shows. For those kids. were all super weird shows. Ren and Stimpy <laughs> was probably the grossest one of those. But yeah, I liked All Real Monsters. Um, Invader Zim I didn't get into. I think that was just a little after my time. Um, even like Rugrats was kind of a weird show looking back at it. I, like, I was a big Rugrats guy, but that was kind of a weird show. Very weird. Houston hits a three and they go back up by three with just under three to play. Lots of threes there. So Wade, we're going to start with Blake Snell and there were two props on him. There were strikeouts and wins. Didn't want to do wins. Wins isn't as fun. We did strikeouts and I mean, I took little notes on the ones that we're going to talk about. 
um, ways, you know, things that we're going to, I'm going to try to convince you to bet on and our thoughts on what we think we're going to bet on maybe going into the season. We've got a couple days here left before opening day. And I know you're not, not a big futures guy in general, but I always like to sprinkle something on baseball futures. So we'll start with uh, Blake Snell. Strikeouts, what did you have for your over-under on Blake Snell strikeouts? So we're guessing what I think the Vegas line is, correct? Yeah. I don't want what you thought. That, we're guessing what Vegas has. Okay. I think that the Vegas has the over-under of 190Ks this year. Well, Wade, you're going to get this one because it is 190.5, the over-under. Really? Yeah. And I'm going to murder this under. I took 175. I'm, I'm pretty off there. You know, not terribly off. Strikeouts are hard to predict, but Blake Snell, his career high was in 2018. He had 221 strikeouts. Never before has he ever reached even 150 strikeouts in any other season. And that's either due to pandemic, that's due to injury, that's due to him, you know, missing time from, you know, being in the minors or whatever. I don't see him having enough innings this year to get to 220 or uh, sorry, 190. I don't think he gets that close. I think we hammer this under. Yeah, I mean, I I based mine off of his season and then <laughs> subtracted 30 and that's how I got my number. I think it's an ultra aggressive um, over under. I don't I don't see any way that he pitches enough uh, coming off of a pandemic year. And just in general, he's not a guy that goes deep into games. Uh, I don't think there's any way 190 is going to happen. And with our, you know, the strength of our bullpen, we don't need him to go deep in games either. Exactly. Do you have any preference? So you, you're going to is this something you're going to bet on or is this something maybe you, you don't have I think, enough strong feelings about? I think I, I think I'm with you. I think we take the under. All right. So you're going to take that point where uh, Blake Snell wins. I'll just mention really, it's the only other prop on him. Uh, the over under is 12. So I don't know what you and had for that. I had 15. I had 14 and a half. So, but that one's not going to count for our stats here. So you, you just lucked out there. The one we picked, you got the win and the one I won didn't count. So nice. congrats. <laughs> you're liking this game so far. <laughs> Paddock wins. It's the only one we have for Paddock. Paddock over under wins. I guessed, I'll go, I'll give you my guess first. I guess 10.5. I had seven. It is 10.5. Exactly. I nailed this one. So I don't think 10, especially after today, I don't think any pottery fans are, I mean, 10 is not a lot of wins. Neither is 11, but I still think we hit this under, I think there's a chance he, you know, doesn't pitch that often. I think there's a chance he goes to the bullpen. I think there's a chance uh, he gets sent down. Yeah, ten point five wins is what your fourth or fifth starter. That's well, that's what he is. That's a lot. It's a it's a good amount, you know. Considering Blake Snell was at uh, twelve, right? Hammer hammer that under people. Next one we're picking, so we're tied one one here. Eric Hosmer home runs. I thought was an interesting one to do. Fairly predictable, I, I think. I think most people would just assume anywhere in the twenty to twenty-five range. So there's there's not really a huge disparity of guesses here. Would you would you have? I had nineteen. I had twenty-two and a half. It is twenty-one and a half. So I'm going to take that also. Wow, I'm way off on these. Good thing I started hot. 
<laughs> Do we like the that under? You, I mean, you went under. I went over by one. What, what was what it again? Twenty-two point five. It's twenty-one and a half. Twenty-one point five. I'm banging yeah. that under. You like that under? I'm not so sure. I think the the swing changes that he's made he, last year carry over, especially early. Um, he was on pace to hit more than that last year for sure. Uh, especially if he stays healthy, he's healthy now. Weird things can happen, but I don't see him breaking his finger again, bunting. He's told us he's not going to be bunting anymore. I like this over. Okay, you're uh, you're coming around on the podcast. You're a Hosmer. We're a Hosmer pro Hosmer podcast now. Are we the Are we the most pro Hosmer podcast? I bet there's some big Hosmer stands <laughs> out there. I do love trolling him. It's too, it's really easy to do and very gratifying. Um, but I, I think I'm on team Hosmer here. What was his over under RBIs for the season? Uh, I guess 95 batting. He's going to bat cleanup all year for whatever reason. So I, I went high. The actual is 80.5. Mm. I miscalculated pretty badly. Yeah, I was way off on that one too. Would you have 65? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, we were both off by 15, but how it's strange that you guessed 65 and I guess 95. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on to the chosen one, Fernando Tatis Jr. Fully healthy, played today. I think he went 0 for 1 with a walk. We're going to do Tatis home runs. I had 30 and a half. I had 28 and we're both low. I'm going to take it. It is 36 and a half. Wow. That's aggressive, isn't it? Uh, that's way too many. I mean, I love Tatis, but I'm banging the under all day on this one. I'm, I'm with you. I don't, he, he's never played a full season. His career high is 22 home runs. I know it was a year where he was hurt. And then last year with the pandemic and he got hurt. It's just, a, it's a very super aggressive number. I think he strikes out a lot, which, you know, doesn't necessarily impact your home run totals. He's going to hit at the top of the lineup. He's going to get a ton of plate appearances, but for a guy that's never, never hit 30, never played 162. Uh, I, I don't see 30. I don't see 37 home runs. I don't think there's any way he did. That's a huge number. And I think, uh, Vegas is banking on people falling in love with Tatis and the projections and him, you know, getting MVP votes. I think they are suckering people in to try to, to bet that over. I don't think there's any, anyway, I, I bet he hits 30. I think I'm very comfortable with him 30 hitting 30 plus, but 37 is a lot. I would agree with you. I'm thinking, yeah, 30, I'm 30 season. I'd be okay. I'm, I personally would like him to run less than that. I think that's, his greatest risk of injury is what he does on the base paths. And I love what he did. He's so exciting, but I don't need him stealing that many bases personally. Okay. You know, 30, 30, 20, be a threat out there, but I don't, I don't want him running as much as the top guys in baseball. I'm up three, one casually on here, Wade, not, not a lot of time for you to make up here. Yeah. It's uh, it's going South quickly. Uh, ones that didn't count for the, for our game here, Tatis hits. I had 170. Actual is 165 and a half. What was the uh, batting average at? 
by an average 285. I guess 280. I had 285 on the dot. Wow, nailed it. Sorry, sorry, one that doesn't count, Wade. <laughs> oh, Wade. This is gonna this is gonna kill me and hurt and help you. I actually did check off that we're doing Tati's batting average. I, I did home runs first and skipped it. You're gonna get average. It's 285. So I'll give it to you. Nice. So the two I'm, I've an, gotten I'm an honorable guy, Wade. Off. I could have just skipped that one. I'm an, I'm an honorable guy. Do you, so 285. We both feel for... we feel really good about 285, right? I mean, I was on 280, which was pretty close. I think if he plays a lot this year, you know, even injury, if he gets injured, I still think he's going to be over 285 or 280. Um, I think he's too good to hit below 280. He finished at 277 last year, and that's with him, you know, becoming he was ice cold for you know about a month. I think he hits his way out of that, and I think he's a, a comfortable 280. I would agree with you. Do I get a probably not going to bet on that one though? Right on the head though, <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> No, because I hit one too, unless we want to give bonus points for hitting it right on. We'll see what the uh, score is at the end, <laughs> and then bonus points will come out. I think average is a little too volatile for me to bet on, and I'm, I'm probably going to stay away from that. That's all the Machado one or the Tatis ones. Or we, I mean, we could go over RBIs and runs. Um, I had 103.5 runs. Actual was 110.5. That's a lot of runs. That's where you give me your runs, Wade. Oh, I was way off. I was at 90. Okay, yeah. I mean, too bad we didn't pick that one also. Machado, we, we're going to do one Machado one that counts. It is RBI. RBIs. So, okay. I hate to break it to you, Wade. I, I nailed this one. So, what'd you, what'd you guess? 90. It is 105.5. Wow. He's going to hit third all year. Grisham's an on-base machine. Tatis is going to be on base all the time. Uh, I think, I mean, that's not a, that's not a crazy number. 105 for okay. one of the best hitters in baseball. Yeah. Probably not going to bet on that either, though. What was, uh, what did they have his average at? Just curious. They had 280. I guess 285. Um, that is the one I will take the under on. You're going to take the under on 280? Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. Interesting. And then um, home runs. What do you have for home runs? 27. <laughs> it is 35 and a half. I went 33 and a half. Wow. So you you hate Manny Machado. I think that's what we just learned today. No, I just, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen a full you think season he's gonna hit baseball. 260. <laughs> you think he's going to hit 260 with 27 home runs? Yeah. <laughs> Wade, Wade hates Manny Machado. All right. We learned something today. Moving on to Tommy Pham. We did one for Pham. There were, there were home runs and stolen bases. I'll let you pick. Which one do you want, Wade? Home runs or stolen let's, bases? We're going to talk about do, most, but which one's going to count? Let's do stolen bases. All right. I had 15. What did you have? 11. It was 15 and a half. So I will take that. Wow. Okay. Um, he does not run. I don't think he's going to run as much as he used to. He had 25 stolen bases in 2019. He had 23 in 17. I think there's. I think 15 is a pretty low number. I think. Uh, I think it, it's going to be close. 
Um, it's a low number. It seems low, but he's not 28, 29 anymore. He's, he's into his early thirties. Guys like him don't run as much as they used to. And he, him, him, especially he, he doesn't move the way he did when he did in St. Louis. Right. I, I, and don't, I don't see, see him. him hitting at the top of the order. So it's like, mm-hmm. he's not going to be not as many at bats. He's not going to be on base as much. And, uh, now that he has a big scar on his back, I'm not sure how much running he will do. Yeah. Do we want to bet this under 15 and a half? I think so. I'm going to write that down. I think we're going to bet this under 15 and a half. So we, we've got the under for fam stolen bases. Paddock wins. We're taking the under. Hosmer homers. I actually like the over. And then Tatis homers. We love the under. Those are the ones we love so far, right? Correct. Okay. We'll, re- we'll recap all these at the end. Houston just pulled away here. It's a seven-point game now with 27 seconds to go. So that, that was it for the Beavers. They had a good run. Uh for some of us at home, this game still matters. <laughs> uh, Eight-point game. So that, that that last free throw by Houston was huge. Uh, Oregon, uncontested layup here, makes it a six-point game, and they're, they're going to foul. Trap. Oh, they got it's a good trap, Wade. Oh, they get out of it, and then they foul. That's too bad. 11 seconds left. I don't see this happening for you. I think it was six and a half points. I, had, I got it at seven and a half. Oh God, it's uh it's six right now. So these free throws, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Take Grisham, do you want Grisham home runs, RBIs, or runs? Let's go home runs. I'd love to hear what uh, they think of Grisham hitting dingers this year. At home runs, I had twenty one. You're way higher than me on all these. I had seventeen, and I'm way better at it too because it was twenty two and a half. Wow. They have us, uh, Vegas has us hitting a shit ton of dingers this year. Well, we, we do. I, th- I think this is, it's, it's a dinger team. Agreed. So I don't necessarily feel great about any of these either. The, the, the runs, RBIs, um, I think he's going to fluctuate in the batting order quite a bit from one to eight or whatever, depending on if there's a lefty pitching. I think there's a chance, you know, he, well, he's going to miss a, maybe a couple weeks at the start of the season here, which can impact home run totals. I definitely think he has the power to hit 20, 21, 22, but I'm not going to probably bank on this one being one of my one of my locks. You? I'm staying away just because I don't know how healthy he is. I mean, that's smart. They didn't have stolen bases, which was interesting. Because that one I might have wanted to be have some action on. Last player to talk about. This is you, Darvish, and we can do we can do a couple of these, I think, because we have we have the time, and we went through these a little quicker than I thought we might. You, Darvish, we're gonna do ERA and strikeouts. I'll let you pick one more: wins or whip. I didn't prepare whip, so let's do wins. <laughs> All right. Well, wins. I had fifteen and a half. I had fifteen. You're going to get this one. It is 14. Nice. Wade's back. Banging, banging the over on that all day. On 14. You like the over. Correct. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about the, the Darvish you know, st- stuff in a, in a second here, but ERA. I had, I had 325. 
Ooh, I had it at an even three. And it is a 2.9. You're going to get that. Nice. Let's see if this is relevant. You have four points. I have six points. You cannot catch me, unfortunately. Well, you're forgetting my bonus point. Your bonus half point? My bonus point. I'm at five. <laughs> well, I got Machado RBIs exactly, and I got Paddock wins. All right. It's, it's all in? coming down to Darvish K's, Ryan. <laughs> it is absolutely not, but uh, I'll let you, let you think it is. Darvish strikeouts. I had 205. I had 203. What'd you have? 203. Wow, we were we were right there together. It is two thirty. Wow. So I thought I was being pretty aggressive with that. Guys coming I off of the, the pandemic yeah. year. Um, not many guys are gonna be two hundred strikeout guys this year. I only think there's probably a handful. We're talking like Max Scherzer, we're talking Garrett Cole, uh Shane Bieber, Jacob deGrom. I don't think anyone outside of that gets two hundred strikeouts. Even with his high his high K percentage, he strikes out over eleven per nine innings since twenty eighteen. That's when he was with the Dodgers and made this adjustment to become an elite top ten starting pitcher. His strikeout percentage is over thirty one and a half percent. Outstanding. Twenty nineteen, his last full season, he had two hundred and twenty nine strikeouts, which is huge. But it's not two thirty even, which is what they just set this over under at. Um, I think he's a strikeout machine. I think he's going to strike out a ton of guys this year. I just don't think coming off of a year where he didn't pitch that many innings, like every other pitcher in baseball, that they're going to give him the opportunity to get to 230 strikeouts. So I think he's a workhorse. I think he's going to pitch a lot of innings. I think he's going to get a ton of strikeouts, but 230 is a massive number in a normal year. I'd probably just stay away from this, but in, in 2021, I like this under quite a bit. I think you nailed it right on the head. I, I just don't think he's going to be given enough opportunities to get to 230. And maybe we're missing something because it seems like we like a lot of these unders and, and Vegas has been very aggressive with a lot of these props. And it's also, you know how we always say like, you, it's not fun to bet the under. Um, that, like that goes too for point, short to bet point, the under. Yeah. Point totals. That's that's what that expression applies to. It's you don't want to guess the under on total points, but in props, season long props, betting the under is actually safer because any amount of injury that these guys have will kill your chances at an over. So especially for pitchers, let's say Darvish misses a couple weeks because of a sore hamstring or something. You have no chance of hitting 230. So season long props like this, I like unders and let's we can go over these. Uh. Again, that we really like that I'm probably going to bet on. Starting with Paddock wins, 10 and a half. We like that under a lot. I imagine most of San Diego Padres Twitter will like that under also. Hosmer home runs. I'm not sure if Wade likes this one, but 22 and a half. I like that over. I think he flirts with 25. Tatis home runs, 36 and a half. We like the under. Unfortunately, just, you know, got to show me that you can do it once before I'm just going to, you know, accept that you're a 37 homer guy. Fam stolen bases, 15 and a half. We don't think he runs much anymore. We, we like that under a lot. And Darvish strikeouts, 230 is just too big a number for me. We like the under on that also. So it's four unders and one over. 
Wade, your thoughts on all of those picks and which ones did you, or are you going to bet on, but you think? I am nailing the Snell under. I am nailing the fam 15.5. Oh, the Snell under. strikeouts. Snell strikeouts 190. Yeah, I forgot. That's probably I, that's the one I have way up at the top here. Um, that might be the lockiest lock of all of them. 190 strikeouts, the under. Correct. Okay, uh, so. The fam stolen base, 15 and a half. I'm taking the under on that. Uh, and the Darvish wins over 14. I am nailing the over. Oh, over win- wins is tough. You're you heard sure it here first. That. Yeah. Okay. I think in, in his 2018 with the Cubs, he had like a, like a two ERA, um, pull up his, pull up his stats from 2018, his last really good year with the Cubs, I think. He went like eight and three. I didn't write it down, unfortunately, but he went eight and three or something and had outstanding numbers. Let's see. Do you have see. that stuff in front of you? I am pulling it up. Let's go. My wins. Pick the year he went eight and three because I think that was um, a recent year. Texas 2012. He was 16 and nine. Now, recent, recently, Wade. 20, I think it was 2018, 2017, one of those years. 2018, he had zero wins. He was on the South Bend team. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) 2019, with the Chicago Cubs, he was 6-8. 2016, he was 7-5. 2020, last year, he was 8-3. 2017, with two teams, he was 10-12. The most wins he's ever had is 16, when he was on the Rangers in 2012. Wins are just really hard to predict. I, I, I have no interest in betting on wins. I would encourage you to stay away from wins also. Mm-hmm. This Padres team is going to win a shit ton. So he's, he then in turn, in turn will win a shit ton. So, uh, it's a- uh, okay. You trust the bullpen, huh? I do. Trust Dan Altavilla. Yep. And his ass, his, his enormous ass. Okay. Well, I guess that's going to do it. Those are all of our props. I'm going to take three, seven points here, and Wade's going to finish with four. So that's a, that's a pretty decisive win for me. Nothing, nothing from you there? No, no shame? I mean, you're not counting the bonus points, so it's... Uh... <laughs> It's a mockery of you want you want the bonus points. I still I still won because I also had a bonus point. You're just lucky you got to pick and uh, we're not in studio together. So, you know, I I I have no faith in you not cheating here. Wow, that's that's what you're going to play here, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's that's the way it's going to be. No, no, no confidence in me as a arbitrator here. Hate to see that happen. Anyway. Excited for baseball. Baseball is going to happen on the first. That is Thursday. And, are you, and you're going to opening day or you don't know yet? 50-50. Still working on tickets. Yeah. Yeah. If not, I will be watching with the rest of us at home. You, you get the Potter games at your house now? Uh, we, we've got a workaround. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's going to happen in just, you know, this is going to get aired on Tuesday. 
And just after that, two short days until opening day. It's my favorite day of the year. Thank you all for listening. Please follow the show's Twitter account at Fryer Farmhands. And if you enjoy the show, subscribe. We're on all your favorite platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Please leave your comments, questions, concerns, and your rating of the show on all platforms. You've been listening to the Believe in Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, San Diego's number one sports podcast network. I am Ryan Hart. That was Wade. Happy opening day, everyone. Uh, I deleted the ad you sent me. Jesus. I delete it every week. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.